What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. We are here to talk about a Chicago Bulls loss to the Toronto Raptors in Toronto, 127-120. Before we do that, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcast needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. If you are watching on Twitter or Facebook, fuck that. Go over to the YouTube, subscribe to the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube channel, hop in the comment section. We'll talk about this loss or future wins. Goose, first of a back-to-back, um, came out a little flat, a little, little flat, and we lost, and I'm not happy about it. How, how are you feeling? I'm not feeling very good. Because, you know, we're, we're one uh, less offensive rebound for the Raptors away from a victory. And obviously, it all doesn't come down to one play. Uh, Vooch had a, an amazing game. We're not in this game without his performance in general. So, can't really, you know, discredit him for that. But, you know, with several offensive rebounds in this game. We, we saw Tyler Cook get a quick hook um, because of his inability to get a rebound. Um, <laughs> it's like have you ever when you play 2k and you hit y on the controller too quick and motherfucker goes like this and shit and you miss <laughs> three pound oh man yeah he got he tried to make it up for it on the offensive end too when he missed that layup and billy's like now nope sorry still getting the quick hook there cook um so no there was a lot of brutal parts of this game zach you know i don't know if that back was the uh main reason tonight Obviously, he didn't take many shot attempts. He actually had a lot of solid defensive plays. So I wouldn't even say that Zach had a bad game. He just didn't have uh, a, a Zach game. And uh, Bulls get a shot attempt to finish this game. And it's Vooch chucking up a Kareem Hook Hail Mary um, from Fred Van Fleetland. And it's just, ugh. it was it was a very painful ending to this game. Uh, and overtime actually didn't start out bad, but it didn't end well. Yeah. To your point about the offensive rebounding, um, they gave up 22 offensive rebounds tonight. It's fucking not good. It's yep. actually – let me check my notes. That's actually uh, bad. It's fucking bad. So, um, <laughs> that – that you know, that and Zach, like you said, taking minimal shots during the duration of the game. Uh, DeMar DeRozan really not starting off hot from the field, gaining a lot of his points, most of his points, half of his points from the free throw line tonight. Um, Vooch was the only consistent thing on the offensive end. Uh, 
30 points, 18 boards, four assists, one steal, one block for Vooch. Io played a pretty good game. He did have his mistakes there at the end. He's a rookie. That's going to happen. I'm not going to bitch at him too bad. He played big minutes, 11 and eight for him tonight, four boards. Um, you know, I just, there's, I guess I'm going to get to the point that pisses me off the most. I'm not even going to dissect the whole game. The Bulls were out rebounded. Um, it didn't look like they were hustling at first. Um, it, it kind of just looked like they were just there. And let me, I, I don't blame them because watching the game on television, Toronto looks like just fucking hell to play in. Like there's just nobody there. And it's like that. You know, I'm getting, the I'm getting that allowed there look like, look like they were in hell. You think they, that they would be happy. And it's like, they got there and they realized like, Oh shit. This atmosphere is very stale and weird, and it's just the music blaring and us sitting here. Like, as they pan the camera through the stadium, even the fans weren't really sure what to do because it's just a very eerie atmosphere. Man, it really is. It was just so crazy to watch. But now I'm going to get into my my bitching points now. As we get into the fourth quarter and as we get into overtime, listen, I, I love having DeMar DeRozan here. But every play can't run through him like that. And seeing Zach Levine, who was just named as an all-star reserve for a second straight year, not touch the ball, but three or four times in over, maybe three times in overtime is a fucking problem to me. And that's where I'm going to go right to Billy Donovan. And I never bitch at Billy. I like Billy Donovan, but I have to ask the question if I could be the reporter in the room. To get one of Billy's usually very articulate answers that he gives you, because there's always a reason behind what he's doing, I'll give him credit there, especially from the dick with ears we had before. I mean, it's very refreshing listening to Billy Donovan talk compared to Jim Boylan. But, dude, what the fuck? Like, DeRozan, in those moments, hits big shots, and we've seen it all year, and he did it tonight. He had a couple big shots tonight. He doesn't feel the double team coming. Everybody gets stagnant every time. I don't know what you have to do. Do you have to yell at them? Do you have to fucking like, you know, put a dog collar thing and shock the shit out of them to make make them remember to run? They just want to watch DMVP just like us, man. I get it, man. But like, I just could not understand. Logically, you put Zach Levine literally in the fucking corner. Opposite Javante Green. Well, I mean, it, it felt like Zach Levine got the Larry Marketing treatment tonight. He it was did really three-point shooter. It. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because I I, I was struggling to find a, a a comparison, and I guess that's what it was. Maybe that's why I'm so mad about it. I was just like, he's just standing there. Like, and, is, and is maybe that, the that was the game plan? Maybe he was just supposed to be a decoy because we did see Zach, you know, botch a, a layup that he usually makes. Um, you know, and he grabbed his back and Billy called that quick timeout and Zach kind of had some words with him. Like, I'm fine. Right. Um, so like, I don't know what all the tension was there, but like you said, Zach getting minimal touches to close a game where, you know, DeMar is getting a double. DeMar should know he's getting a double. Um, every time DeMar should know. Exactly. No, it shouldn't even be a question. Like at, at this point in time, there's no mystery to the Bulls game plan. DeMar DeRozan's going to get the ball in the fourth quarter. But you do have Zach Levine. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I wish there was a better ending to this game outside of the last two turnovers by Io that we kind of alluded to at the end of the game that, uh, unfortunately, we'll probably remember more than anything else that he did. Uh, prior to that, he had a really good game. 
Um, yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, he had a great game. I, I, I just, I guess when I was watching the end of it, I mean, I watched it a, a few times during the game itself. I don't know if I'm starting to notice it more now or if if it's been like that all year, if it was just like in this game alone where I felt like this game just dragged on so long. But they none of them were making the easy pass. But they had at one point 20 assists on 24 baskets. And I'm like, God, I'm like, it just surprised me so much to see them have that many assists. But then you get like DeMar or even you'd get fucking Vooch operating with the ball and he would just miss somebody that was out there. He's hitting his shit. Don't get me wrong. But it was just. I felt like they were well, even the go-ahead bucket that should have been the winning bucket of the game. It was it was a fluke, like it was right. a pass that was tipped, that was bobbled, and then Vooch caught it and flipped it up with, you know, less than a tenth of a second left. Yeah, and thanks to Javante Green's hustle. Exactly. I, I, you know, and, I, and I, hallelujah for that guy again. Oh, absolutely, yeah, d- definitely give him the praise that he deserves. Um, he had a big offensive board tonight, a couple of defensive stops. I mean, Javante. Javante's been doing a great job. He's scoring the ball a little bit more, too, now, which is pretty cool to see. He was living at the free throw line of the I know. It started like, what yeah. the fuck is going on, man? I was like, he's getting some fucking some all-star he's getting, calls. He's getting here. the calls that Zach Levine has never gotten on the drive. Yeah, no shit. Javante went seven for eight from the free throw line. <laughs> the Bulls went 22 of 24 from the free throw line tonight. And it was probably all Javante and... Demar. Demar, yeah, with two free throws. Demar had like fourteen. Yeah, yep, yep, fourteen for fourteen for Demar, seven for eight for uh, Javante, and one for two for Zach. That's it. I cannot believe Vooch didn't get a little bit more too because he got hit a couple Come times on, in the he, paint. He but was these smaller guys, how is he not getting these calls? Oh man, you know because that that was painful to to have Vooch in overtime win the tap against Scotty Barnes. The Bulls get that two point lead uh, to start out overtime. And then to finish, Vooch has a chance, botches it, goes down, and gets posted up by a rookie power forward for the go-ahead bucket for the Raptors. Like that that Scotty Barnes is a bad motherfucker, though. He is. No, he saved the game for him, and then he won the game for him. Um, and seeing the minutes that Nurse is playing those guys over there in Toronto, I'm surprised they had gas for overtime. But Fucking um, Tim shit right there, bro. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, you know, there's a there's a ton of uh, things the Bulls should have done differently in this game. But we have to talk about. I mean, Pebo just put in the in the uh, chat right now is uh, how the refs missed that push off on the three. I'm assuming you're talking about the OG three in the corner when Demar actually, literally, that was actually a push. That was a big push off. And uh, yeah, the refs didn't call it. And then the next very next play, OG came, or next possession yeah. for Toronto, he came out and did it again. Not pushed off, but drained a fucking three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I the, the refs kind of let him play a little bit tonight, like Adam was saying at some points, but then we're calling some ticky tack shit at some points too. Yeah, I felt like they were letting the Raptors play because the Bulls have like higher caliber players, but they weren't letting the Bulls play. It was very weird. Um, and the free throws wouldn't really say that because Demar was getting to the line, but right. Um, yeah, but a bulk of that ball- didn't come until like the the fucking fourth, third, or fourth quarter. The end of the third quarter and then the fourth quarter is like when Well, he, no, I mean, and then yeah. the Bulls had to challenge a very blatant, obvious call. Like, the call on was originally Bulls ball overturned to Raptors ball, and then the Bulls had to challenge it Yeah, um, when the ball was off Fred's knee. Like, the, the officiating tonight was very kind of inconsistent, and obviously, like usual, uh, can't really blame them. Uh, but I will be curious to see something like that two-minute report. I don't know if that OG push-off um, 
Did, do they do a last two minute report for overtime? No, I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, I would have to. I'd have to check. Um, that was our first overtime game of the year too. So I don't know if they do a final two minute report on that. I'm curious to see. But uh, well, yeah, like you just mentioned first overtime game of the year. We've been taking care of business. We haven't needed extra overtime, you know. Yeah, and it just sucks because it comes off the first of a back to back. So that that's that's what really sucks. Um, you know, I want to talk about uh, Kobe White uh, struggling a little bit again um, with the shot. There are 16 points on 15 shots. He did go four for, or on 15 shots. I'm sorry, he went four for eight from downtown. Uh, he finished with 16 on the night. Uh, Levine 15. Five boards, seven assists, two steals, one block for Zach tonight. Uh, DeMar, the MVP, 28 points, six boards, seven assists, two steals for him. I've already read Booch's stat line off. And 13 points, six rebounds, two assists, and three steals for our guy, Javante Green. Um, that rounds it out. Uh, you know, Matt – oh, shit. I, got, I, I put a tweet out about Matt Thomas that wasn't, like, crucifying the guy. Um, my biggest pet peeve tonight – not even them like letting up the offensive boards. Actually, that pissed me off too, real bad. Actually, but my second biggest pet peeve of the night: if Matt Thomas is in the fucking game, he has one sole purpose of being in the game, and that's to hit the three. Exactly. If you go back and watch the film on this game, on how many fucking times that dude was open in the corner and waving his fucking arms like jamming the X button, going like this, and no one fucking passed him the ball. Billy needs to get on them for that. Especially Kobe White froze his ass out. DeMar froze his ass out. Matt Thomas didn't get a shot selection or a shot selection, a shot attempt in 11 minutes tonight. And if I don't you know. look at that, maybe, he was open. Maybe that is DeMar and Kobe's way of telling Billy to coach more like Nick Nurse. Like, why is Matt Thomas in this rotation? Until we, can either, until we can either trade for help in the next week and a half or we get – you know, some some guys back here, keep him out, tighten up the rotation. I mean, I guess that's easier said than done because the Bulls do have a lot of games, um, you know, pretty tight, especially with those makeup games that they've had kind of sprinkled in here. There's um, one guy in our it, on the active roster right now that I'd be putting in over Matt Thomas, and that's Malcolm Hill because at least he, he provides some, you know, a, a big body that could play some defense and he can, you know, somewhat space the floor. Um, shooting 35% from three. I know it's not on a lot of attempts. It's only in 10 games, but that, I guess if that was the reason Kobe and DeMar were doing what they were doing, that's whatever. But holy fuck, if the guy is open and you're struggling to hit your shots, pass the fucking ball to Matt Thomas. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's it's the honest God truth. That was annoying as shit. you going to get a Matt Thomas jersey? I might. I, I might, yes. So, I mean, it's just... It's just fucking unbelievable to me. I, a lot of blown opportunities tonight for the Bulls. I, I, I hope that they can, you know, rebound against Indiana tomorrow. You got anything else on this game before I go into game preview here? No, we can definitely just go into the preview. I'm not uh, trying to dwell on what we had to watch. Gary Trent Jr., uh, we were supposed to, you know, kind of put him in his place tonight, and we did not see that happen. Um, he had a pretty good game, and he hit that dagger at the end that, Kind of yeah, that no one fucking closed out or even attempted to close nope. out on. That pissed me off, too. There's a couple things that pissed me off tonight. This is why it's so fucking important. Broken record time. DeMar, DeMar DeRozan. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say DeMar DeRozan. Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball. I missed the fucking piss out of those guys. Those guys made shit happen. They made the interior defense better by guarding the wing. And without them being here, 
it's absolutely fucking brutal. So I, I please, for the love of God, basketball God, heal them. Do something because uh, the Bulls are such a better team with them on the court, man. They could score. Six days. Right. I, I mean, it, it's just – all right. I'm done. I'm done on a fucking rant here. So we will be playing the Pacers in Indiana tomorrow. The Pacers are three – or I'm sorry, two and three in their last five games. Bulls are actually four and one in their last five games, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Good for them. Actually, well, actually, three and two now because we lost tonight. Three and two, but uh, it looks like Sabonis will be out. It looks like Brogdon will be out tomorrow. So, with that being said, the Bulls have uh, this is according to ESPN.com. Um, according to ESPN.com, the Bulls have no injured players. So we have that oh. going. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's just what it says here. That's what it, that, wow. that fucking national media doesn't know shit about that's about brilliant. us. That's brilliant. I know, isn't it? But yeah, so if Sabonis and Brogdon are out, that'll be a pretty big and benefit. According, and according to ESPN, we get Caruso, Lonzo, Pat, um, and Derek Jones Jr. back tomorrow. So yeah, it's going to be great. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, thank you, ESPN. No. <laughs> and if you're just tuning in, we're, we're we're not actually getting them back. Yeah, we're not getting them back. No, but yeah. ESPN yeah. doesn't have that on our injury report for whatever reason. But yeah, so we're playing them. Um, you know, they're they're a pretty good team. Uh, they're struggling this year, though. Nineteen and thirty-four. They're looking to sell off. They were a playoff team last year. I don't know really what happened with them. They just kind of went down. They had all that kind of organizational drama. Uh, you know, I forget what all the allegations were with the uh, old coach and some of the people in the front office. But no, there was uh, definitely a lot. I mean, and they're missing Miles Turner as well this year. I mean, basically, Karis Levert is the guy that's been whipping some major ass for them. Uh, with Sabonis being out and Brogdon not being available, um, and obviously Miles Turner not being available, it's just uh, they kind of, even when they were all healthy though, it just it was not working for Indiana, and they've been looking to sell off for the last like month and a half or so. Um, so I mean, but again, we can't take them lightly. They're still a pretty big team. Um, just gotta so, hope that did we lose first tonight. No, we were a game up. Okay, so now we're a half game up, or are we tied. I'm running your stats or your standings right now. Second screen, buddy. We're yeah, I got. They're tied right now. They're tied for first place. All right. Miami, oh. Miami sitting at, at cool. second, and then you have a game separating the Bulls and the 76ers, uh, and actually the Bucks as well, and a one half game separating Cleveland, and three games separate uh, separating Brooklyn. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to take care of business because. Like we established in the last show, we we can't record unless we're in first place. So right, can't do that. Yet. Um, we're, we're gonna have to get the dub tomorrow night. Absolutely gonna have to do it. Um, so yeah, that's our little preview here. One more thing I want to talk to you about: Were you surprised at the Eastern Conference All Star selections tonight? Oh, Chris, Chris Middleton. I was. I mean, he's a great player. He's been. I think he's been there. <laughs> but I was just very surprised. Like no Miles Bridges, no no Lamelo Ball. No Anthony Edwards for Western Conference. I was I was pretty shocked. I thought there was a couple fucking picks there that I, I kind of shook my head at a little bit. No Lamelo Ball is a little interesting to me, um, and I guess that's just kind of testament to the market you land in does matter. Lamelo Ball was in Chicago; he probably would have been an All Star as a rookie, kind of thing. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, you're not. Um, so. You know, it's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles. It's unfortunate for some of these guys. Zach should have been a starter, um, but obviously he's still going to be a reserve. So, 
Uh, we have two All-Stars. When, when's the last time that happened? 2017. Powell and Jimmy. Or 2016. Powell and Powell, yeah, 2016. I always forget because everybody shits on Powell. How good he actually was when he was here with him. He was a, a two-time time All-Star. Oh, I, I think he had an All-NBA, maybe even two in there too. So <laughs> he, was, he was great while he was here. <laughs> so no, yeah, I, I kind of that kind of gets jumbled in my head just because of how much people shit on him. But um, you know, even since then, it's 2022. It's crazy to say that. That's still half a decade ago since we've had two All-Stars. And yeah, uh, being Chicago, that's that's not something that should happen for that long. So. It's good to be back. Um, curious how Vooch is feeling. Maybe maybe that was his uh, all-star revenge game tonight. Yeah, he probably saw the reserves get announced and be like, yeah, you for, you forgot who I was. That's another thing about the Eastern Conference, how small how small that is. Um, I, my biggest snub of the night. It's Rose- small, and DeMar DeRozan got voted in as a guard. Yeah, it's unfucking believable <laughs> It's just unbelievable to me, but uh, it is crazy to me. I have to, I have to admit this here that my the biggest snub of the night for me was Dejounte Murray. I cannot believe he did not make the All Star team. That guy is a, it has got ten triple doubles on the year. I, I know San Antonio is not that great, but he is the reason they're not worse, and he's averaging almost a triple double. Guy came back from an injury, <laughs> he's really good, and he didn't get in. Unbelievable to me, unfucking believable. I got so, you. I mean, but the guard spots are always really hard. I know they are, and, man. But and holy guys shit! Kinda, and guys who have been there before tend to get that, you know, seniority vote. So it it, it sucks. It's not fair because I agree with you. But fortunately for him, that's the way the cookie crumbles. His team's not the greatest, and uh, he's he's still kind of fresh blood. So he's gonna have to earn his way a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Well, I don't have much else, man. You know, we'll be back tomorrow, obviously, when the Bulls take on the Pacers. You got anything else for to close this out before we head out here? No, let's not go on a losing streak, and let's hope that uh, Zach Levine gets a few more touches. Let's hope he actually plays. Uh, that'll be interesting. I, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering given, if he gets the night off. Yep, given the uh, injury there, if Sabonis is genuinely not playing as well as Brogdon, uh, maybe the Bulls feel they can get away with it there. So yeah, that that'd be the night I would test it. Honestly, I mean, I don't want to take any team lightly because we've seen what happens when we do that. But if if Zach can get a rest night in, and then maybe, you know, maybe on well, no, they're not going to want to sit fucking Vooch on Sunday because they're playing Philly. So I don't know when Vooch will work in a a day where he sits. But I got we'll figure it out. Vooch isn't allowed to sit. Yeah, no, not after that game. He's playing all fucking games now. All right, but yeah, that's all I got, man. So everybody, be sure you're going on Tap Sportsnet. Dot com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Five star rating and review anywhere you can listen to podcasts because you can listen to us. Go to the YouTube, go to On Tap Sportsnet on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, hop in the comments section, chop it up with us after every Bulls win or loss, unless I pass out or I'm at the game. So that's usually how it goes. This guy's reliable over here. It's usually me who's the one that fucking falls asleep. So, um, Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow after the Bulls take on the Pacers. Um, Yeah, let's go Bulls.